Hello, and welcome to Paradox, untold stories from athletic directors with Dr. Danielle LaPointe and Dr. Dustin Smith. We have some crazy and unique stories for you, which are made possible by our sponsor, Wall of Fame. At the Wall of Fame, our mission is to bring your school's legacy to life. We transform school tributes to make it easier than ever to celebrate your whole community, showcasing your school's diverse history, proudest moments, and top role models. We understand that the true value of our Wall of Fame is in your content. Whether you are starting a new tribute or adding to an existing one, we give you all the resources you need to build an interactive experience and take your content to the next level. Speaking of next level, let's check in to see what Danielle and Dustin have for us today. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. We have Scott Payne with us this week. Hey, Scott, how are you doing today? Right where my feet are in the present, so I'm living the dream right now. Perfect. And you know who else is living the dream? Dustin. He always is. It's always the dream in my world. Uh-huh. It is. <laughs> I mean, every day you wake up and, as me, it's a dream. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> now, that, nightmares that are dreams. That was a yeah. record of how quickly we went there. It was like 10 seconds into the podcast. Nightmares are dreams, right? <laughs> Dustin, some people write books about that right off the bat, just saying right. you could write a book about how awesome your life is. Yeah, I, I, I got to tell myself that. If nobody else will believe it, at least I can. You'll make some money. Someone will buy it. Someone always <laughs> buys it on Amazon. Yeah, I can. Good idea, Scott. I appreciate that. You're welcome. You're welcome. I'll do the forward for you. I'll do the forward. I'll write the forward up. You're good. <laughs> well, we, I am excited, Dick, because we've, we've been talking to Scott for a while. We've been a, I mean, Scott's a fellow podcaster with us. Uh, he's got the AD podcast he's a co-host of. And, um, you know, it, it's so funny because it's so true. All duties, after dark. I mean, all, all the things mm-hmm. that ADs stand for that only ADs really know. Um, and so I'm excited to have him on here and get a perspective, uh, that, that he has, he, he's lived a life now. He's, he's kind of covered some of the state. He's gone from one corner of the state to almost the other corner of the state, um, or the country, I guess country. not the state, but the country, um, spent time in Washington. Um, now is in Marietta, Georgia, which is, um, impressive to me because you're that much closer to Augusta and I would. I know you're a college golfer, so I know that probably that's a bucket list thing for you to go to Augusta and and watch the Masters or at least a practice round or maybe play it if you could. Um, but Scott has um, spent a lot of time in the NIAAA and done a lot of things. He's a he's a national faculty member for 613 and 614, which is unique. Um, a lot of people just get to do one, and and Scott gets to do both of those courses. Um, and they deal with technology, so it's important for for Scott to understand the technology world that we're in, and and just kind of that that avenue of how that's that's become part of what ads do now. Technology is something we got to embrace. We can't stiff arm anymore. We've got to embrace that. And so I mentioned he he's on a podcast. I mentioned he's a national faculty member. Um, but Scott, don't let me talk about you too much let you kind of tell the story of who scott Payne is outside of the ad chair and what you're doing with wall of fame yeah i I was an ad out of washington state my wife and i ended up moving to georgia uh before my wife my wife's sister lives here and between the two of us that's the only sibling we have um so we wanted to raise our two we have two little 
uh, girls, and then my my sister in law and brother in law have four boys, and so we wanted them to be able to be cousins, and so we ended up uh, when the housing was right in terms of being in the same neighborhood, we uh, we pulled the trigger and just said let's do it, and doing that it, it took me out of being an AD, so uh, I becoming a, an AD in Georgia wasn't in the cards right out of the gate gates, and so I ended up finding uh, a role with. John Townsend and the crew at uh, Wall of Fame. And so I do business development for them across the country. Um, and I get to work with athletic directors. I go to a, t- I, I get to probably teach more now. I mean, Danielle can probably talk to that too. I probably teach a whole bunch more now in terms of workshops um, at all sorts of state conferences, not only at the, at the national conference, like you already said, Dustin, but I, uh, I mean, I go to Tennessee and Texas and Florida and uh, Georgia, uh, South Carolina, New York, uh, Michigan. I mean, like you kind of get to go around all these other ones now, and it's fun to see the profession in different states because it's the same, but it's not. And and I mean, we can talk about all all the different things that ads have at different levels um, of across the state, and so uh, states. And so it's uh, it's been fun. It, it's been a journey, that's for sure. It's weird to be on the other side uh, where you're like the vendor side of it, working with with uh, with ads versus being like a colleague in the trench. Uh, I sometimes miss the trench if I'm being real honest. Uh, but I, I, I do stuff in Marietta, Georgia with our local high school, um, kind of got the coaching hat back on. So it's, it's been fun there or just helping with supervision just because like my story is going to be, I just love kicking people out of games. So, <laughs> well, <laughs> speaking of kicking out, um, he is a Washington state fan. Um, and Washington state is kind of kicked out of no U- university of Washington. Oh, sorry. Whoa, you know, they, they do whoa. have a home. Washington state does not have a home. <laughs> Whoa. Um, but you guys kicked them out of the Pac-12, <laughs> disbanded the Pac-12, if you will. So, <laughs> yeah, University of Washington and Oregon were not uh, are not not uh, fair fans right now with Oregon State and Washington State. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, or the rest of the what was the Pac-12? I guess the Pac-2 now. Um, yeah, the, but... <laughs> yeah, everyone's gone but the two of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Paint on a map where Marietta, Georgia is. Uh, we and we can talk about where you were in AD in Washington. Let's let's do that. Let's paint the picture for both of those where yeah. you were um, in Washington and as well as Marietta. Yeah, I was an athletic director. Uh, I, I started in the middle school ranks in Wenatchee, Washington. That's where I'm born and raised out of. So I went to high school at Wenatchee, Washington. Uh, you okay, had say that again. Wenatchee, Wenatchee. Wenatchee. Uh, you actually had uh, one of my best colleagues, Russ Waterman. Uh, he's at Eastmont High School, which would technically be the rival high school to Wenatchee High School, and it's right across the Columbia River. Uh, both of those schools sit in the middle, dead middle of Washington. It's central Washington. It's right at the at like at the foot of the Cascade Mountain Range. Um, so you're in the foothills, and it would be like three hours to Seattle or three hours east to Spokane, which is where like Gonzaga University is for basketball fans listening. Uh, I was my my main district, my like my big job right out the gate out of being middle school, I was at Sunnyside High School and I was the district athletic director there. And they're in the same big nine league with Russ Waterman and Lauren Sandhop out of Moses Lake High School. Uh, Moses Lake is about an hour away from Wenatchee and Eastmont. Um, and then Sunnyside's about two and a half hours away from Wenatchee. So, I mean, our conference was, it's the big nine. It was really the big seven. And our conference was, I mean, you could go roughly three hours was conference play. Um, and that, and then I, before I moved, before we moved to Georgia, uh, I had an offer to go closer to home. And so I was then the district AD for Lake Chelan, Washington, um, from Sunnyside. And then that moved me out of being the big nine. 
Uh, but the big Niners were were a fun group. Lauren and Russ. Uh, Jim Jim Beeson was Wenatchee's AD. He was who mentored me and got me into the profession. Really, him and Russ did the most. Um, so I I'm assuming Russ is probably listening. And I you're uh, claiming that you're claiming Russ was a mentor. Uh, of yours? Russ is a great human being. Uh, yeah, I just love Russ. Okay. Russ is great. Lauren Lauren is really good too. Those two probably gave me the most resources. Uh, when I was getting going. With like in the big nine, they were just very friendly to pick up the phone, um, whether I called them or sent them an email. And I mean, above and beyond again, Russ, I was doing middle school athletics in the Wenatchee Valley. So I saw Russ a lot when I first got going as a coach into doing middle school athletics because I was always doing stuff with his middle schools a ton. So uh, we were all in the same middle school league. And so in terms of that, I, I worked a ton with Russ. Um, and now, obviously, I see him probably at the NIAAA more than anything else. But uh, yeah. And then now I move to Marietta, Georgia. Marietta, Georgia would be like it's about forty minutes north of Atlanta. So I'm in I'm in Metro Atlanta, north of it. Um, you know, it's like roughly three two and a half hours to Nashville for us, or again, it's you know forty minutes down to Atlanta. And how far to Orlando? Since that's where the NADC will be, six and a half hours driving, oh, or it's, or it's a roughly a. More like one hour plane flight out of right. like forty five minute flight. <laughs> I mean, it, it's a yeah. If there's a tailwind, it, I mean, I think when I came down for uh, FI AAA, I think it was like a forty five minute flight into Orlando. Out of, I mean, mm-hmm. I I barely could. You barely could get a you know a snack before you hit the tarmac. Mm-hmm. So we you talked about the Big Nine, which is really like the Big Seven. Is that like the Big Twelve, which is really like? <laughs> The Big Ten, but or they can the, call themselves the big, the big Ten. You mean the Big Ten, who's really the Big Fourteen, about to be the Big Eighteen? Right. Uh, yeah, no. The big, the Big Nine used to incorporate. Uh, if you know Washington State, there's a whole other area called the Tri Cities, and where I was at Sunnyside High School, uh, the Tri Cities was about 45 minutes hour to the east, and there's another set of schools that live down there, and and the whole conference used to be all of us. Um, I think it was also, I think we ended up having, I think there was like more than nine at the time. And then they made their own conference uh, because the travel, I mean, you could go from Wenatchee. When I was in high school, we would travel down there all the time. And like, I played golf. We would go to Walla Walla, Washington, which was like a four hour trip. I mean, you were gone. I mean, football, if, if, a, if, if a football game, you're leaving at like 10, 11 AM and you're not coming home till two or three. And that's a league game. So it just was a long and they reallocated. I mean, obviously when you do classifications and some schools go three, a, some go four a, the big nine initially was a four, a league. And that's what we all stayed as. And so then the big seven stayed that way, but you're not wrong. I mean, I bet you they'll go back to being uh, you know, they might be the big nine and they might have 14 teams eventually one of these days, reclassifications come back around the corner up there. So. Well, it's funny that you mentioned Walla Walla because I think it was Lauren was on here and he said they liked the town so much they named it twice. Hey, hometown of Drew Bledsoe, if you're a Patriots fan. Yeah, I'm not. I, I'm not either. I'm just saying that's all they're known for. That and they make really good wine. I mean, I all, guess that's two things to be proud of. Things. I say all of Washington makes really good wine. Very good wine. <laughs> Very good wine. I believe. I believe like the latitude is the same as like some area in Italy. Mm-hmm. Great wine comes out of mm-hmm. Washington. You could go no wrong with wine bottles of wine from Washington. Mm-hmm. Now we had another guest from Washington, Cole Kenyer, who talked about live chickens in his gym. 
Um, but, We've had bombs, chickens. Like, yeah. what is going on? Cole, in hey, Cole's another solid individual in the state of Washington. <laughs> I love Cole. Yeah, great dude. But I, I know we're we're not here to talk about their stories. You've got a story that you uh, kind of teased mm-hmm. us with. That I know uh, the cool thing about this podcast, I think, is that we just get to be we get to be ourselves, get to have fun, and just tell stories. The oh crap moments, or I can't believe that happened, uh, stuff that just kind of blows your mind. So I know you've got a story that will fit into that, so I want to turn it over and let you just kind of set the scene for this uh, this match, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we all we all love parents, right? We just love parents. I mean, and I think you have to embrace parents, and then sometimes you you apparently have to embrace your, your opponent's parents, uh, <laughs> which is even more what we love to do, right? Uh, Define so embrace. You know, sometimes, sometimes just sending them packing because you're done with their stuff. Um, but we, uh, when I was at Sunnyside School District, uh, again in the Big Nine, uh, our Friday nights in the Big Nine for league play, we would do back to back games with our freshman team and our varsity team. Uh, we did that because we, you could just charge one gate, the families could stay, and it allowed us to get officials for all of them. Some of the officials would linger from the ninth ninth grade game and then they would play they would do the varsity game and then they would our signer in my area was really good at giving some fresh officials for the varsity game especially like the white hat and and so they would and they loved it because they could do two games and and stay on there and we would feed them dinner and and it just worked really well you could get the ninth grade game done and you didn't have to worry about it and then we'd play jvs on monday um and so that's how we did it in in the big nine well you would do that and a lot of non-conference teams don't do that so I had a non-league, and we were playing the freshman game. We kick it off at 3.30, so very few crowd. I mean, the crowd was pretty limited. That might have been on purpose why we did this. Um, but <laughs> the crowd was smaller typically because it's 3.30. Not many people are making the trip over in time, especially for a, a non-league. They might be, they're for sure traveling probably an hour, if not more, um, to come play that game. And then the varsity team would roll in later that night and then so, you know go in the locker rooms, all that fun stuff. And so – we would run it so you would pay and then you could just stay and I'm not going to clear the stadium. And you would get a couple hundred for the freshman game and then we would get a couple thousand for the, you know, for the varsity game. And the away team that game, you know, showed up. They had a decent fan base that came for the freshman team. And their varsity team was very good for that non-league. And so they traveled really well. It was a little bit of a shorter distance. They were coming from that town I talked about, the Tri-Cities, multiple towns. It's actually three. Shocker, Tri-Cities. Right. And so uh, <laughs> for those of you catching on that one. I, uh, and so they actually traveled decently well, and I was shocked. But right as an AD, you're just going around. I had all my, you say tech-savvy stuff. I have my, you know, my checklist on my phone, and I'm going around making sure all the stuff's going. Because you're more so prepping for you know, the, the varsity game, right. That's the, that's the wedding you plan for. And freshmen, I just, you know, I, I had three volunteers for chains. Great. They showed up. Someone taking tickets. Great. Showed up. And the officials are happy and they're out on the field. Showed up. And I got a bus with some kids that were going to play football today. Great. Showed up. All good. My security. I mean, again, no issues ever. Hadn't had any really. And, and I, I, I could handle most of them. Right. So my, like we would have, you know, we'd open a second gate for the varsity game come in and, and whatnot. And then we'd have, you know, bus parking for the varsity bus and, and security liaisons for our district start showing up more so around four thirty-five. kind of when that freshman game would be, you know, we either we're in running clock one way or the other, or, you know, they're kind of wrapping up. 
I'm walking around the gates and all of a sudden I hear a whole bunch of people on the visitor side, just yelling like, Hey, are you, are you someone that can handle a situation? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, <laughs> our coach is getting beat up. And I'm like, okay. And you know, you run around the corner and, and there's this lady and she's on the fence line with this guy who's on the field, you know, her shirt, his shirt is in her hand and she just lays one into him. And their whole fan base is not having like an issue. Their whole team's trying to figure out what the heck's going on. These fans who are sitting there who have been just excellent people the whole time, <laughs> you know, they were helping that my ticket, you know, set up and, and like they're just solid fans <laughs> for a visitors team. This lady just wallops him. I see it clear as day. We also have 10 different camera angles on this. Like, blows my mind that in this day and age, you choose to do this publicly. Because, like, I'm sorry. This is going to be the easiest thing for a police department to just punch your ticket on. And punches him, walks back up into the stands like nothing happened, and sits down. And I'm just like, great. I have no one else but me right now. So I, I radio my, 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 I, the security the gentleman that helped me is just top notch, knows how to de escalate things. Not like I don't, but like he, it's, you just bring him as the, you know, he's the bouncer. He's going to come with you. The police won't show up till at least 6 30 for me. So I'm like, well, that's, that's what it is. I, well, I go over there and is all the coach of them. Are, okay? I mean, he took it like, he took it. He just took it and walked back onto the field because like they were playing the game. We were in running clock third quarter. Like this is done, but she, here's the backstory. Her son had sat the entire game. Apparently he had been starting quarterback for the fr freshman team, starting quarterback. Let's just put perspective here. Visiting uh, team. Put, put that out. The visiting none of this, team. None of this is my family's. None <laughs> of, I don't know these individuals. I, I, this is not even a league opponent. I, I barely know the AD coming. Like, don't know anything about your families. I have no relational ability whatsoever. I'm just going to be that guy who's about to be the dick and go up into the stands and sit next to you. And and your coach, just you just punch somebody. I, I don't even know who the coach – like, I, I hadn't met the main coach for them. They had gotten going. I had a I had an intern individual who had got them going and made sure they were there because I had all this other again it's Friday night lights I have I'm trying to get all the other stuff ready to rumble for seven you know for our kickoff at seven. I try to figure out was that the head coach who was that that just got punched and the families were like yeah that's the head coach they all told me he just got into remission out of from cancer, like he just just got into remission, the son who the mom was angry about was sitting on the bench for every offensive rep and someone else was starting quarterback. And the kid had been playing safety on defense. He plays both ways. Uh, they didn't have enough kids really to field a full offense, full defense. So they were playing both ways regardless, but he had played safety. So he was starting safety the whole game. Really good at it too. And, and wasn't playing quarterback. Well, she was just furious from what I could tell from her, like, you're not playing my son, blah, 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 saw the punch. And then, and I, and so I kind of got the story. The coach comes over and I'm like, she just punched you. And he's like, that family has a lot going on. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I'm like, you're a kind soul. I, I'm like, first off, I like, I, I try to, act, like, I literally tell him, I'm like, 
I heard like you like congratulations like you're in remission like that's a good thing he goes yeah like literally last week <laughs> I'm like that's awesome <laughs> like he has a shiner like it's a, oh. like I'm like I'm like first off can can someone from my sports medicine team give you ice second are you wanting to press charges because I witnessed you getting punched and I have plenty of camera angles for that too and he's like they have a lot like can I can I just get through this game and let's just talk afterwards because like there's a whole story to this family and I'm like I can't let her sit in the stands like I just like I personally can't just let that happen and he's like you do what you have to do I'm good either way but we can talk and I can give you the whole story and 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 whatnot because you're probably gonna have to call Josh our AD and 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 work work through this I'm like yeah I'm gonna have because he's not here yet (laughs) and and so I'm like trying to call their AD and I'm like hey this happened and, and he and he names the lady just straight names her he goes you can you can boot her but pain i'm gonna give you a heads up you're gonna probably boot in the rest of the family too and i'm like does this help you or or hinder you he goes i would rather not be the full bad guy in this situation i'm like i'm like josh i'm about to be the dick and the bad guy and they're about to all go bye-bye and he's like <laughs> He's like, just know you're going to get all of them. And I'm like, what do you mean all of them? He goes, that whole family travels. And he goes, and they got, they got stuff. They get just, they just got stuff. I walk, I, I get into the small little visitor section, start walking up and you just know, I mean, I'm in full on sunny side gear. They know they, the, the mom, the mom just knows I'm coming right up to her. I sit down. She's like, she said some not nice words, you know, probably not. This isn't an explicit podcast, right? I'm going to just, it's PG, correct? Yeah. Yeah, She just said a lot of bleep, 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 bleep (laughs) to me. And I just said, ma'am, obviously your night's not going well. How can I help you? (laughs) She, she, she said some other nice, not words to me. And I just said, ma'am, I'm going to need you to come with me because you, you punched somebody and we're going to file a report from our side and he might press charges. I hope he presses charges because what he's doing is is a crime already. My son deserves to be the in, in that game and he has better stats and all and I'm like I I'm not going to argue with you. But your son's a heck of a safety. He plays safe and he doesn't need to be on defense. He needs to be on offense. Offense gets sco- scholarships and there we go. And and I'm I'm just like trying to I'm trying to not lose it like out loud laughing. Like because I just take it from a humility standpoint anyway when I go up there like you're not going to piss me off the worst thing that's going to happen tonight is you're going by by not me and and like I'm going to go back to doing what I'm doing and and so she starts saying things there's a guy next to her I can presume is the husband that's not saying anything beat red in the face obviously very very embarrassed and then there's another lady and another lady and another gentleman and then another lady like all in this row and you can just see like they're all getting antsy and i i tell her ma'am i'm gonna need you to come with me and and my security guy i had already radioed to him he ended up coming early he was getting dinner across the street he's like i had my radio on pain i can't miss this one this one sounds too good so i had so he radios that he's on his way and and he shows up about the time i i was trying to get her out of the stance and she is just just going to the point where the people in front of me just said can you take the whole row please and then I realized, ah, okay, here we go. This is this is status quo, and no one's done anything about it. So I'm about to be. This is why their AD was looking forward to it. Uh, 
<laughs> I tell her, ma'am, I'm, I'm going to trespass you for the rest of the game tonight. Well, my oldest son plays on varsity. You're not, you're going to have to watch on the video cameras from the parking lot then because you're not going to be watching live. Well, I already paid to get in. Thank you for your contribution to Sunnyside Athletics. Um, I, uh, that money will go towards paying the officials tonight. So thank you for that. And, uh, and she, she's just as done, just done, like just irate at this point. I'm like, ma'am, you're for sure coming with me, whether it's me, that security as on, or I'm going to call the off our, our on duty police officer to just come early tonight. Uh, you're not going to arrest me. And I'm like, I'm not, he will. <laughs> and, and, uh, and the police station's right down the street. So it's really easy for you to get picked up. And she, uh, she, she goes, you've done this before. I'm like, I, 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 a few people. Yeah. When you punch somebody, that's not a nice thing to do in life. And as at a sporting event, that's uncalled for. And so the husband finally goes, well, he, he did something first. I'm like, I have 10 camera angles. We can totally pull the video and we can make sure we do this appropriately. Happy to. I'm going to have to because I'm going to file a report. <laughs> he then gets irate too. And I'm like, well, then you both can come. Then her sister parks up too about it, that her oldest son deserves to have her parents. And, and I'm like, ma'am, if who else needs to go tonight? And all of them just start cussing me out. And and so then on that on those grounds, like the security guy shows up him and I start saying y'all are coming and then they're like well then show us the police because you know off you know the mall cop back there calls him a mall cop that made me really really happy uh I said if he's the mall cop I have the authority to trespass you I'm going to trespass all of you for every home event for the rest of this year and I can guarantee you I think your athletic department might do the same thing so I'm gonna do that for you you're welcome and I need all of you to leave the premise right now and if that doesn't work, then I'm going to just call straight up, call 911 and have the cops come with the sirens for you. You can call the cops right now. Okay, done. We'll do. Had to get them. And then I had to bring in an assistant principal who needed to do the paperwork with the copies. I had other crap I had to do. And I'm already taking 40 minutes with you, you, you knuckleheads. So yeah, it ended up being, I ended up that night was, and the assistant principal ended up doing the paperwork because he saved my butt on that one. But it was uh, it was mom, dad, it was the 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 sister and her husband, it was the grandma and grandpa, and then it was uh, two other, it was and then like two other siblings of the woman all got uh, we 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 booted them for all of our home events that event for sure, and then their uh, their athletic uh, department was like this isn't your first, it wasn't their first, uh, issue. They had that issue with other sporting events too. Let me get to the heartfelt part of it. So they got out of the stadium. Finally, the cops had to deal with it. And the assistant principal, um, that I got to work with for our, for most of our discipline, he handled the rest of it. So shout out to him on that one, because that was a, a zoo of a fun time there. Uh, <laughs> But the the son, so I, I meet the coach afterwards. Like by the time we got them out of the stands, the game finally ended with a running clock. So we went through the entire fourth quarter with me in the stands with them. And I, I meet the coach behind the stands and the kid, and the kid's just in tears. Like he is just beyond himself, just crying. And He's like, my older brother's coming and like, they don't, he has no idea that mama, like they're, they got booted and, and whatnot. And he's like, I was supposed to sit with them. And I was like, Hey, we're going to pizza in the press box. And my announcer always needs a spotter. Would you be willing to spot for us? Like 
like I know you're going to be cheering for your team, but like, can you spot and you know all your players? You could just feed our announcer better, better stuff than we normally have. And he's like, yeah, I would love to. And so I ended up getting him up with the announcer, and he had, I mean, we had pizza, and he had a great time. So we took care of him, and then the older brother I was going to meet when he got there and tell him this is what happened with your your family. Um, and the coach was like, they just, it's a tough neck of the woods where that family comes from. You know, we all have the people across the tracks, right? The, the you know, the the one street or the one area of a, of a community that just kind of just doesn't have it going on. And, uh, and they just, they're from a tougher neck of the woods in that community. And so they, uh, they just had a lot going on and that family just is, you know, unfortunately it's just kind of all over the place and take it out outside of, you know, outside of their own unit, uh, to the dismay of all the other people in that community. So, uh, that was unfortunate. The older brother, the coach ended up not pressing charges. I was like, wow, good on you. Um, he's like, I'll work it out. But the older brother, the, you know, the varsity bus rolls in and I, the, that their coach had called and said the, what happened and just said, Hey, I don't remember the, I don't remember the older brother's name, but when he got off the bus, they're like, Hey, we need to talk to him. And so I explained it to him and he just was like, this might be my best game ever tonight. And I was just was like, that's <laughs> so sad. Oh, man. But, oh, I mean, he looked at me stone cold. This might be my best game ever tonight. And he and the first words out of his mouth after that was, "Hey, where's my younger brother?" And I says, "He's eating pizza up in the press box. He's going to be a spotter for my announcer." And he was like, "That's perfect for him. He just needs to do that." He goes, "Can I go up there?" And I was like, "Yeah, absolutely. Here's the keys. Go up there and, and get in and go say hi to him." And I, it's just like, it, is that not how it goes? You don't <laughs> understand that. The, and the worst part is, is that kid had talked to the coaches. I don't want to play quarterback. I want to play full-time safety. Well, mom, mom did not know that. I've got so many questions. Scott. Sure, I, 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 I echo that. I, echo. I, I want to start with the question you were asked. You look like you're somebody who can do something. Can you handle this? At what part did you want to say, nope, <laughs> that's, that's not me. Just look over your shoulder. Who? <laughs> <laughs> You know, when you have the key ring and the, and the walkie-talkie on the hip, you just know you're you just know you can handle stuff. Apparently, walkie-talkie uh, the dead giveaway. The worst part was is I just the walkie-talkie wasn't going to work for me. <laughs> I wasn't going to be able to call the security. Secu- I I have a real. They, we had a legit security team. Uh, that when like varsity kicked off, I would have four or five of them, and if you radio it, I mean, two or three of them would go take care of it. And if they really, really couldn't, then it would be me or an assistant principal. And I mean, very rarely did it ever have to go to that. Like they would handle it. They would escort the people out. Like we wouldn't deal with, you know, having to call cops or, you know, threatening the, you know, calling the cops or something along those lines. Uh, Yeah. I, you know, Dustin, I really didn't look over my shoulder. I just was more dumbfounded that the away fans were asking for help. Right. I, I just don't, you know, I think we've all had the parents that we're not necessarily the most proud of to have in the stands. Right. But like, I would give the visiting like school AD a heads up. I would be like, Hey, you got some parents coming your way that, you know, uh, too, they can't too, necessarily control those ones. Like keep your eyes out. So I kind of I mean, wish that like he gave you a, I mean, if, they, if he knew by name, he should have been giving you kind of a heads up. I feel like. 
to his credit, they hadn't done anything that school year yet. I mean, our <laughs> our non-leagues, my non-leagues that year came up in the beginning of my schedule. So, like, I was just getting going with hosting football games that year. And so all event, all events in general, yeah. like, he had like, – I don't think – I think the – I don't remember the, what the boys did. I don't think they played a spring sport, but I think they did basketball wrestling, mm. and they had a ton of gym issues. So it was the dormant. That's what I'm saying. Like to his credit, he's like he can name them because he's had issues, but like yeah. it wasn't re- like it wasn't recent of that school year. And that was my second home. Like that was our that was our first home game, but second game of the season going on. And yeah. so it just was. Uh, they came out strong. They they he was <laughs> put it this way. Their their administration was happy that it happened then so that they didn't have to deal with it more than they already had to so so my question is this how in the cat hair did he end up he being the coach end up at the fence the bleachers with the parents because most fields i've been to they're behind the, the coaches we've built sunny we had passed a bond and hadn't built the new stadium yet which was really nice Big old turf. There's a ten lane track that would separate you. This was an intimate setting, grass field, no track. So my stands and my sidelines were literally. Mine was that way too. I mean, and 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 the stands took you a little bit off the ground, but like right in new builds, you have like the separation of a track, and then it's up like five feet, and then the bleachers. I mean, so like it's there's no contact unless you're throwing things down, right? This wasn't that. It was like maybe a couple of feet off the ground, and the fence line is—I mean, it's not a full fence line, right? It's like a—it's like a three and a half foot, mm-hmm. four foot fence that kind of guards the infield. I mean, it was—was was, was was he trying to talk her off of? Yes, you know, going so, off. Was he just trying so, to keep so peace? Apparently, she was just—and there was maybe a hundred people in the stands, right? You could hear every word of this woman apparently and i was i hadn't been in the facility so the refs the rest must not have been really able to hear it or i had a decent amount of crew that they're like yeah screw it we're just gonna play the game and uh and and he was he she had been coming down the steps apparently and he just was like whatever her name was come over here let's talk and was trying to explain that her son didn't want to play quarterback they talked about it said where do you want to play and he said i wanted to play safety and he's like okay we can get away with you playing one side of the ball but you will be backup quarterback if so and so isn't playing well or whatnot he he agreed to it mom got irate well he doesn't know what position he needs to play he's a ninth grader and and then it it escalated to well you never listen to what we want him to do and blah blah and then and then you know (laughs) Throw in the old school Batman, kapow, boom, bang, you know, of the of the punch. So, well, and it's and you have to you have to really kind of shift gears when you're talking to a parent. I feel like this situation has obviously escalated, but as soon as you know that she's already punched somebody, she's already made physical contact yeah. with another human. You have to handle that situation differently. You can't go up there and be like, you know, because the, the the situation is just going to get worse. And the look on everybody's faces, because I was having to, I was trying to talk to him because she's just not like, no, like no regard for what just happened. She just walks herself back up to her seat. 
And like the look on like the five rows that she passes, they're all like, she she just punched him. Like they're all like dumbfounded that she did that and had no problem walking back up the stands to sit down and watch the game. Apparently, like uh, it was normal. Like, like that was fine. Like that was an okay thing for me to do. I'm gonna go back and sit with my family and watch the rest of this football game that I'm, I'm apparently really enjoying. Well. I mean, I, just think about you walking up there. I mean, you've witnessed this. You've talked to the coach. You know that they've got a lot of issues. But you have to walk up there and have a discussion. Were at any point, were you afraid that you were going to be the uh, next person that was assaulted? You know, I I like to box. So I'm, I'm down. <laughs> if you're throwing the first one. You're well, down to throw I hands? Could, I could probably dodge quick enough on your – watching what she did and had him by the shirt, I'm happy I can probably take a punch. Um, and, and be okay with it and then be like, well, now it's self-defense, ma'am, and I'm going to put you down and then I'm going to walk you out with your arm behind your back and your fingers punched, pinched up. So, uh, no, I did walking up there. I'm like, I'm going to choose to sit next to her. I might get punched tonight. Like I just, I did walk up there thinking that, but I didn't have like, I didn't want to wait because I knew again. My the guy who was our main security liaison, he was on his way. He had already told me that, and the where he was at, I like he was going to take the, uh, you know, the gator back across the street and come back over. And so like, I knew he was there within probably ten minutes. So I'm like, eh, I'll take my odds. And then worst comes to worst, the off duty. I mean, again, the getting a phone and calling the you know who was on duty that night for me to call them. They're they're sub five minutes for me, like, and they're fast. And so I'm like, I have to go handle it because I just need to go get rid of it while it's fresh. And I just need it. I need to figure out because again, their AD kind of warned me that it could be a family, uh, you know, uh, issue. So then I'm like, well, now I hope the backup shows up because I'm gonna be sitting in a row with them. And I don't know. I, I guess I was thinking the worst that happens is I get punched. There's no way you punch two people at one time tonight because I'm for sure push, push, pressing charges and I'm for sure sitting where I know all a uh, solid camera angle is going to see it like like in the in the light of day. So I don't. It was what it was. You just I mean, do it, what, right? All duties, right? You just do it. You just had to do it. Like, well, you think about the family. I mean, at what point does husband say this is a good idea? I mean, she just punched that. No, I would have thought I would have grabbed my wife. If that was my wife. I'd have just grabbed her and said, "We ain't, we ain't doing this. I'll take you out myself." There's not, like six adults, right? Six adults didn't say anything. Not one of them said anything against what she did. Like, I, I mean, just normal behavior. Like, not even like having to have your own family tell you that's not normal. Like, not, that's just it's just not, and it it makes my. It makes me happy that the brothers were there for each other and, and knew enough to care about each other. But it also makes me sad that they had to do that. This clearly wasn't the first time they've had to take care of each other and look after one another. And that that makes me sad. Yeah. They, but it's they also were very... a really good reminder of what our kids are going through. Right? You're, yeah. We're here at a game. And, like, this is a visiting school. You don't know the backstory of any of these kids. And, you know, kudos to you for the way you handled um, letting him sit in the press box afterwards and, and not having to sit alone in the stands because that would have, you made a, a bad situation turn into something a little bit more enjoyable for him. On hats off to the coach. I mean, he just wore it. I mean, <laughs> literally. He I, I like cancer and he just wore it. And 
he was trying to almost be apologetic for the family. I mean, he was, uh, he took what I would call the serious high road in this situation. Oh. And showed him amazing restraint. Even my assistant principal, we had, uh, we were a large high school, so there's many assistant principals, but the one that was handling, uh, handling the ejections, uh, that night, uh, he literally came back out and was like, where's the coach for ninth grade? And and I was like, he's right over there. And he's like, are you positive you're not pressing charges? Because, and it's because he had already looked at all the video. He goes, this is clean as day. Like, dead to rights, you can press charges all day long, and this is this is sticking. And and the guy's like, no, I'm not. I'm, I, I think y'all are going to do enough. I don't need to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to muddy that water more than I need to. Then I was like, wow. Do you know if anything in the future happened? Have you ever had like a follow-up with this family or was this like, were you one and done and never heard about him ever again? No, because I didn't schedule any non-leagues with any other sports <laughs> that had boys with them again. So I, uh, I stayed away from, uh, I stayed away from scheduling them again. I honestly could not tell you. And I think they had turned over ADs too, by the time I would have, I don't, I, I have no idea. No clue. I mean, the, the, the oldest brother was a senior. So, uh, and then the youngest one was a ninth grader. And I mean, now at that point, that was for 20, I mean, that was now at this point, five, six years ago. So, I mean, both of them are out of high school. So I have no clue. And the older brother's response of just, this will be the best game. I, I mean, just to know that, mm-hmm. I mean, just just the feel for that kid to say, yeah, that's what he's had to deal with, and that mm-hmm. may have been the coach. He may have been like, I got to go back to the hometown, the the town with these people. I mean, I'm gonna live there, and they know me, obviously, and clearly, she is not afraid to throw a haymaker. If she needs to. I I I I kind of assume that was his take. I also just think he didn't want to add more to you know, what does the pressing of charge do to the boys? Like what, I mean, like, I think more of that when he already knew we were for sure handling something and then his district was going to do something totally on it too. I mean, those two boys had to go back home to that family that night anyway. You know what? That's a really personal decision because like it's 50, 50, right? Like, like you guys are saying, he's going to have to go back and live in that town. But at the same time, you don't want other people to think this behavior is acceptable. Right. Yeah. So it's a, it's a, it's a hard decision that, that you have to make. And I just think, um, I don't know. I just think it's a personal one and I'm not saying there's a right or wrong one. I think it's all individual, but man, man. I just think I'm sure that the thought didn't go through her mind that if I punch this dude, I'm going to be trespassed for the rest of my senior son's seasons not just mm-hmm. my freshman kid but my senior sons and that that means I mean obviously they don't think through that moment and understand the ramifications of what that decision is but that impacted not just that night because they weren't mm-hmm. just kicked out that night but they weren't able to go to any games and you I don't know if you said the hope when they got to their home events that they trespassed them too to my knowledge they were going I believe they said that they were going to trespass them too. If if we did the if we did the investigation on it and then did the paperwork and did it, which we were for sure doing, uh, they were going to take that and because yeah, they had to have. I again, the assistant principal took it on after that for me, so I didn't have to deal with it, which was very nice. Um, we I had really good support in that district, and uh, 
but they did do a they I don't remember if it was the mom or the school district. They did a public records request for the video. So I and I don't remember who asked for it, but I believe I believe it came from the school district almost almost that Monday after um, because my my communications director was like, hey, someone's asking for all the footage out of the stadium. I'm like, what school district? And they're like, she's like, it's for this one. I was like, yeah, coach got punched Friday night. (laughs) Did did you have any more incidents that night or was it a relatively? No, it was great the rest of the night. night. Oh, it was a great night. Full stadium everything went sm- again the rest of that i mean to danielle's point the rest of that fan base 100 percent knew that was not that was not acceptable um if anything they were happy that we took them out um and they were i mean again their side grew the rest of the night they there was a shorter trip for most of those families so they they showed i mean they packed the whole visitor side again they were bringing i let them bring in uh it was, it was a there's a grass seating kind of and they were you know bringing in uh easy ups and they're asking about you know how high can we put them and whatnot and i was just like y'all been great you can put them wherever you want i don't care like have fun on your side uh and it was fine and no issues i mean it again the coaching staff was great i mean all i had very relative no bad issues in football games ever so Mm -hmm. to have it be a visiting family in a freshman football game with sub 100 people in the stands was just come on did you That's have an incident happened, with them leaving or did they leave without incident as they were escorted well, out again? So my security liaison had already sent a message to the, the, the police department. So the cop car was rolling in as me, the assistant principal and the security liaison were, were getting them into the parking. Like we're trying to get them into our building to go into the administrative offices to go through the, you know, then our side of it with, booking you know getting them booked in and and all that stuff uh and so no they they i mean at that point again there's no one there so like there's not much of a scene you can make and if you did make it no one saw it uh but they didn't they they got out of the stands they had you know choice words and then uh and then we got them outside of the gate and then by then they could see the cop car rolling in which they brought two because we said that we had a few few people um <laughs> leaving leaving the premises of Sunnyside High School. So uh, after that, I all 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 the assistant principal did with me was just say get go go get your stuff done. I got it from here. So that was that was all that was the rest of the evening right there for me. I, I went back into doing my my game day prepping. So they didn't say they didn't tell you to go up to the press box and eat pizza and just sit up there and watch. No, no, nope. I, I ate my pizza on the go. <laughs> this this uh the story is definitely worth the wait. I don't think we've had a coach punch yet on the on the podcast. I think that's the first. Yeah, the, there's a lot going on in Washington. You mentioned it at the early on, but there's mm-hmm. a lot going on in the state of Washington. Central yeah. Wa- Central Washington, we're rural Washington. We're a little backwoods. We uh we do things differently in Central Washington. Yeah, we know. We're yeah. fully aware. <laughs> I didn't really I, I I when you said Cole was on too, I was like, man. You you could you could have a decent Central Washington uh, podcast listen, listenership right there. There's a lot yeah. of good ads in that in that central part of Washington. Yeah, yeah. great people and man, I I just uh, I think about this story and how my what my reaction would have been. Um, you know, especially witnessing her, her assaulting him and then him just wearing it. 
I, 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 he I went can... right. No, he went right back to coaching. <laughs> like, he, like it's no big I, deal. I had to yell at him and get an assistant coach on their freshman team to tug at him to come over to talk to me because he was just going right back to what he was there to do. And I can feel your pain when you're talking about having like a, a grass field that comes right up with the, with like the three and a half foot fence, because that is the way one of my schools was at as well. And like, there's no, there's no buffer. That track buffer isn't there. And that makes a huge difference. It really, really does. I mean, the kids are right there. Um, they can talk to the parents. They can talk to anybody who's walking by. I mean, we would put up, you know, some windscreens and things to try to like keep a little bit of a buffer, but that is a whole nother facility issue that creates a new element at your game. If you had even a six, a, a, a six lane track, mom wouldn't been able to punch the coach. <laughs> like, but that lack of that lack of track just gave you some some interesting circumstances, which is something we like to highlight, right? Every school has their own different set of circumstances. So yeah, I'm not. I'm trying to think how I'd react to if I saw like the coach being punched. I'd be like, I think it would take a minute to re- like compute. It, it it took me a couple seconds to like gather the fact that I just witnessed that, and then I'm like, that's what they're calling me over for. Like they all knew that he was about to get like just walloped and. <laughs> <laughs> but to your point. We did pass a bond to build a new uh, facility that was, you know, football, soccer, you know, turf field track. And it went into that design was to have the bleachers raised so that so that something like that. I mean, again, we totally took that incident been like we've never had something like that. We need to be able to I mean, they, they had prior to my time there, there was an issue because that field is so intimate. It is very easy to get over the fence. A soccer game went awry and fans went on the field and like went went to a to an official and so like it was that easy to it, I wasn't there for that one but like those types of instances right you end up then looking retrospectively at new builds and being like no we got to we got to keep people up and out and and so the new build the the bleachers are raised and you have 10 lanes of track to separate a lot of stuff and much better gates around it um so I mean if nothing else I've learned how not to answer a question today when they ask if I am somebody who can help. Nope. <laughs> that may not be. Not me. <laughs> let me, let me radio the guy that actually can help you. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm just here for uh concession stand duty tonight. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Well, that's definitely worth the wait. I appreciate you, you know, rescheduling and coming on with us because that was a, uh... I'm still playing it in my head. Like, what would I do? I can still see it to this. Like, there's a lot of things that, you know, went on through my time at different school districts. I can visibly see the coach and her (laughs) just like, and, and how I came around the corner. Like I can literally just see myself doing that one every Mm -hmm. time. I can just see it. Like when I talk about it, it's, it's that it was just that sad. So yeah, I was was sad, shocking, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I mean, I can think of a lot of words that start with S that I probably would have said, but I, I just well, she, uh, she said she said a lot of words that started with S, right? <laughs> or she said the same word over and over again, many, many times in different <laughs> ways, different ways, <laughs> very verbose, very verbose. But I mean, it's got. I knew this was going to be an entertaining time. I knew it was going to be something that I, I did not expect. Um, you gave us again a, a, a little precursor on the story, but 
the detail in which you went into and the things that you had to deal with and the questions you had to answer. But as you mentioned in your podcast, even it, the duties that we have aren't just turning on a scoreboard and watching a game, which a lot of people think that's what happens as ADs. We get to go eat concession food and watch games, which this story has proven that there's a lot more to what we do than, than just that. Well, and, and it doesn't make a difference what you went to school for, sports management or education. Nobody taught you how to respond to someone being punched across the fence, especially not even, I mean, let's highlight the fact that this is not your people. This is someone else's people. So, I mean, I, I agree. It's just, there's a lot to unpack there. There's a lot of things that need to be looked at and thought upon when you're in the situation, because we're sitting here talking about this for, you know, 45 minutes, right? But the reality is this is happening like split seconds. This is happening quick within minutes. You have to make decisions. You have to, how does the situation feel like, and it happens very quickly and you have to make decisions and it's just not an easy seat to be in. Um, but it's one that I'm glad that we're capital, like talking about because other ADs need to think about what would ever happen if this happened at my stadium. Like, what would I do? What resources do I have? Do I have police officers there? Who is my backup when I need backup? I was so thankful that we had the different ways that we had it set up for radioing for security. You know, we typically have liaisons that are ready to go for security. And I have the, the cell phone number of the on-duty cop every time. So like it's a text message and I like we had he would send me and I'm not going to say it out loud, but he would send me a list of code words that you can send across that text line that he knows if that code word goes, that's what he's he's coming for. Um, and it's just, you know, it's they all had their alpha codes. And so uh, we had those processes in place that were you know ready to go. I literally had the text message up and running for if I needed him to show up to the, the police officer. So to have those in place is just invaluable. And if you've never had an incident, it's invaluable to have that set up figured out. Whether you have liaisons or not, I guarantee you, you probably have to have some form of police officers nowadays. Mm-hmm. They are almost always happy to come in and do strategic plans with you or to walk through like if you need to get a hold of the duty the cop the duty cop that night, this is how you do it and these are the things you need to say on a call or whatnot for whatever situation you're in. And they're all, I don't know many police departments that aren't happy to, to come and do that with, with a school. So. Yeah. Well, I, I'm, I'm thank you for, for sharing that story as much as it was entertaining and also sad and best wishes go out to, to those boys, wherever they are, those two, those two brothers for yeah. sure. So, but thank you again, Scott. Hey, my, my pleasure all day after dark. <laughs> All duties. All duties. God bless all of y'all in athletic administration. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Till next week. That wraps up this episode. Thank you for listening, and thank you to our sponsor, Wall of Fame, who excels at telling your school stories and supports us in telling ours. Check out the description of this episode for a link to receive a discount on all Wall of Fame products. We are looking forward to the next story and hope you are too.